0: hey cunts oh god i'm back i'm blessed i'm bitchier than ever i have my voice back i haven't been smoking crack or sucking dick lately so you know by all counts i think life is good l.i.g baby i am so comfortable right now i think it should be illegal because i am recording from my bed I am sore bitch is really sore because bitch's legs hurt I've been working out um, from Mexico I think I've mentioned previously that I'm going to Mexico in three four weeks in a month almost maybe five weeks and bitch needs to have a good body so bitch is working out I'm bitch bitch is me and I'm just so excited to go to Cancun to shake my ass at the Senor Frogs and to be vulgar, to be violent, and to, to just be me. I'm so, so excited. But I have chicken legs, so that's no bueno. That's my Spanish for today. Um, I am working out trying to gain weight in my weight gain journey. I think I've mentioned previously I'm really trying to gain weight and before anyone comes at me I'm allowed to complain about that and I'm allowed to complain and say whatever the fuck I want because it's my pod but yeah I'm trying to gain weight and yeah it's hard. Gaining weight, losing weight, it's all the same thing. It's all difficult. It depends on your body type. So yeah I am working out. Today I'm going to do arms, back, thighs, chest, tries i don't know i'm just saying stuff now um here's the thing yes i am working out and yes in my health and wellness journey if somehow i lose my way and i become a gym rat here's here's a couple things you could do first you could find a claw hammer and claw me to death that's one option The other option is a little bit more um, gory, a little bit more violent, but you know, that may suit for some. And honestly, the punishment fits the crime, so I wouldn't really be mad as I'm telling you to do this. Well, first I would need to be shot shot up with a bunch of heroin or a bunch of anything to make me not feel the pain, because what I'm about to say might be a little bit crazy on the pain scale. I want you to find a long fork or barbecue stick, something really sharp. I don't think forks are, they don't, just don't have that like grip and, you know, they just don't have it. So find a long skewer barbecue stick and put it all the way up my nose. And I want you to get into the insides of my brain and pull my brain out from my nose, Egyptian style, if you know you know, rip it out and then just kind of have a fucking field day with my brain once you take it out through my nose and just and just fucking scramble that bitch up because chances are if I become a gym rat my mind is already so fucked up that whatever you do to it can only better me. So have a field day. Stomp on it fucking stab it with the skewer and then take the skewer this might be a little tricky but i think you can maneuver around it but put it back up my nostril and kind of just do your best and try to place my brain where you think it should go back up my nostril and then don't give me enough heroin or enough of anything to completely kill me but just on the verge so that way i I can come back and then i would like you to awaken me, and hopefully at, at which point I will be cured from the disease called Jim rat's disease. Okay, now that that's out of the way, I can actually focus on, actually I'm not done. The, the final thing that I would like to add is that this is open to anybody anybody can do those things to me I'm just like leaving my instructions behind if god forbid I ever become a gym rat so really it's open to anyone it's a fucking free-for-all you guys can fight over it battle you can bet over it I really don't care as long as the job gets done that's all I care about I will say I do prefer the second method because the first method is just clawing me to death so it's like I don't even have a chance to like rehabilitate my brain but the second chance gives me a second shot at life. So if you think that I am at a state where I am not too far gone and I can be rehabilitated, do the second option. If you think I am too far gone, it's not worth it, you want to pull the plug, then, you know, claw hammer me away. That's, that's fine with me. Okay, now I am moving on. I want to do for this segment of the podcast what I do best. And I think I am very proficient and I excel In talking shit usually I am joined by my counterpart my sister Um, it's super emotional for me to talk about and I'm deeply saddened but she is um, no longer here and I am dedicating this in her memory all the good times that you know we had (laughs) I'm just getting a little emotional here she's not dead she's just dead to me because she decided to move out and leave me behind in this fucking mess of Orlando, and she decided to take her talents out to Hotlanta to become an ATL hoe. Look, as a retired hoe, a ho no mo, I will say that I am fully supportive in her journey to become an ATL hoe. I don't think I'm in a place where I can stop her and if she wants to reach her full potential and fully whore herself out, who am I to stop her? Who am I to keep her behind? What kind of person would I be if I didn't let my older sister become the biggest whore that she's ever dreamed of being? I would be a piece of shit if I let her, if I didn't let her do that. So I am unfortunately not joined by her today She is in my spirits and my thoughts. She's here next to me. I love you. I hate you. Um, She's just doing her hoe shit now. So what I wanted to talk about today, what I wanted to shit talk about today, is just like people and celebrities and things, not really things, but just people and characters that I despise. Like I have a deep, deep, deep hatred them and here's the thing love is a beautiful thing love is a powerful feeling whatever blah 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 blah, blah. hate is an extremely powerful feeling it is extremely like I think that love and hate are both on the same level of like how deeply you can feel an emotion and I think they're both so equally important and powerful here's the beautiful thing about hate though you can literally hate anything for no fucking reason. I can hate literally anything. And that is so beautiful. I don't need a rhyme or a fucking reason. I just hate it. Why? I don't know. I just do. Because I can and I will. So anyway, I'm just gonna go and just list the things that I hate. Feel free to clap along, cheer. Um, or you know, you can just you can just hate on it with me, or you can just fucking not. First and foremost this is, this is one that I've been going back and forth on because I can't really make a decision because one day I'm like, God, fuck you. And then one day I'm like, you know, I I feel sorry for you. It is the one and only Demi Lovato, Poot Lovato. (laughs) Look, I don't know how I feel about her. I am so torn. I love her. Then I hate her. And then I love her again. Like I just, I can't, I can't, I watched her docu series on YouTube, Dancing with the Devil, and man, it's that was the point where I stopped hating her. I hated her full time. I was a full time hater. That was my job. It was my job description. Added in my LinkedIn. I hated her, and then I watched the docu series, and I was like, Wait a fucking minute! She has been through a lot and I am an empath, and I felt so deeply for her. She, if you haven't seen the docuseries, basically, the spark noted version is that she went through a lot of shit. She was sexually assaulted. The the way that you become like a Disney child star is so toxic, and it's fucked up because you're put on this pedestal of just, like, being the best, and you basically asked to be a role model for millions of children when you really didn't ask for that, and every action that you do is scrutinized, and everything you do is, it's, you're hated on, and I think that being hated on as an adult is a lot different than, like, being criticized and shamed as a child because that's in your formative years like that's when you're just now developing your brain you don't really know what's wrong what's right what's good what's bad and when people are constantly critiquing you and telling you what to do you're gonna become fucked up Amanda Bynes Lindsay Lohan Demi Lovato like of course you're going to grow up fucked up and of course you're gonna form a dependency on drugs because that's the way that you get away from your reality you're escaping shit if I was in her position I would have probably overdosed on drugs too So anyway, she was addicted to drugs because that was, like, her release, and I don't blame her, and um, she had, like, a couple of overdoses. One was almost fatal, and I didn't know the dark and disturbing details of that overdose, but they were very, very, very dark, and she almost, she really, really almost died, and then she had this whole, like, life awakening moment, and then she overdosed again, and I was like, oh god, she's a mess. Basically, she said, At this point in time, she will not make a promise whether she will do drugs or not. She will just do everything in moderation because if she sets a boundary for herself that she will never, ever, ever do drugs again and if she slips and does drugs, she will hate herself forever. I get that. She's just defining boundaries that are important to her, ones that she can follow and not feel shit about, which I'm all about boundaries, bitch. Now, her brain must be really scrambled and she's also um, blind. She said she's like actually blind. She can't operate a vehicle, vehicle. She can't operate a vehicle. Why is that so hard for me to say right now? And also she said that whenever she's, you know, pouring milk or doing things or washing her hands, she will frequently, her, her depth perception is so fucked up from all the, oh my God, all the drugs that she took. That she misses frequently. She's like, yeah, I'll pour milk, or I'll pour water in my cup, and I'll completely miss because she just can't see, which is so scary. Now I don't know if this has anything to do with her recent actions, but she recently criticized this yogurt shop, and I, even though I'm lactose intolerant, I pick and choose my bottles, right? Like, I will not drink milk. I think that's disgusting. Will I eat frozen yogurt? Not ice cream. Frozen yogurt. Yeah, the fuck I will. Like, I'm I'm choosing my battles, and I'm choosing ice cream, no froyo, because I can't live without it. I'm not gonna be miserable. Miss Poot Lovato pulls up into this sunny, sweet froyo shop in Southern California, and fucking rips them apart because they had something at the front at the cash register that said diet-free cookies or diet-free brownies. And they would say like, oh, they're guilt-free. And she slandered them on Twitter and was like, you guys are horrible. This is only perpetuating diet culture. Like you guys are disgusting. You're canceled. You're this, you're that. And, and here's the thing. I too hate diet culture. I think that It it makes you feel bad about your body. Like it's not really body positive. But to rip apart a local mom and pop froyo store, like could you not just talk to the owners? Like you could have eat like they probably are working at the shift that you were at. Like if it's a chain, it's free reign. That's my saying. And if it's a mom and pop, stop and drop. Because you should just take it up with the owners and not blast them on Twitter, bitch. Like come on just have an honest open conversation and oh my god this whole time I've been saying she here's the thing I'm so sorry I'm gonna correct myself I, I think she's sorry I think they're going by they them pronouns <clears throat> which I'm completely and 100% respective of so that is my bad um I will correct myself throughout the rest of this podcast but they're just so crazy and specifically anal about certain things. Like, they just don't know when to leave things be. Like, poot, leave it. So I just do have a love-hate relationship with her. And right now I'm in my hating phase and I'm just going to stay there until she does something good. And I'm reminded that she's just a person like me. Someone else I hate. Here's the thing. It's very particular and some may say it's almost irrationally hating but I don't give a fuck dash from Incredibles I feel like I don't need to expound on this any further but I'm going to it's actually funny because I was like really really drunk when I was writing this one in my phone notes and I just keep like a running list and whenever I just remember someone that I hate I just immediately go to my phone and just type it up in rage. I wrote Dash from Invisibles because for the longest time I couldn't remember what that movie was called. I was like, Invisibles, Invincibles. And one of my friends was like, What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, That one movie. And they wear those like things and, you know, like it's Dash and Violet. And she was like, Incredibles? And I was like, Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Dash is one of the most annoying characters of all time, here's the reason why, he is so, he's such a fucking, he gives off like that know-it-all, like, goody-two-shoe energy, like, uh, no, I hate him, he makes me, physically, I'm repulsed, I'm, I'm filled, like, right now, I need to take some deep breaths, because I'm filled with anger with rage. He's just one of the most annoying characters known to mankind. I'm going to move forward because if I if I if I dwell on this long enough, I'm going to keep looping and I'm going to I'm going to get mad and you don't want to see that. This is a relationship thing and I could spend hours on this, but I'm really not. MGK and Megan Fox. I don't know what kind of blood rituals they're doing but keep me the fuck out of it look I don't like love like that like I don't like that kind of like deep tantric love like it's just so cringe and corny like when they're talking about like we were in the banyan tree doing ayahuasca like Who are you? They're the kind of people that thinks that love is this, like, deeply fucked up, like, you know, I'm gonna slit my wrist for you, and you slit your wrist for me, Romeo and Juliet style. I can't live without you. First of all, no. And love can be lighthearted. It can be fun. I just, I feel like, all of their conversations like all of the things they do is so like deep and dark and just our love like their love just seems so heavy like if you weighed it on a scale it would literally be impossible because it would be so heavy and and burdensome like that's not what love is to me like I don't want my love to be like that like it's just so performative and I think that it's so cringe and everything they do is just so weird and I think that they're in this like really long extended like honeymoon phase of the relationship where everything is so lustful and deep because truly that lust will fade and that's probably when they're gonna get divorced they're gonna be like oh we must not love each other anymore because we're not in that like tantric state of love anymore but that's not really what it is I feel like they fail to understand that love grows and it changes and I feel like and that's my side right on love and that's why I'm scared to be in a relationship because I feel like people think that you're not in love anymore when things seem too normal and it's like no The older and older your relationship gets and the more comfortable you get in your relationship, your relationship changes. Like it's dynamic, it's fluid. Like it's not always gonna be what it once was. And if you keep thinking that it's always gonna be what it once was, then you will never be happy in any relationship after a certain period of time because it's all gonna seem quote downhill to you, but it's not. It's just shape, it's just shaping in a different way. It's just changing. Like it's dynamic, hoe. Anyway, I don't like the relationship. I think it's so fraudulent. I think it's so comical, goofy, performative, annoying. Moving on, Alex and Tanil from Selling Sunset Tampa. Oh, God. I don't know if anybody else watches this. So if you don't, you're just going to have to listen to me and I'm going to do my best to describe why I hate these two individuals. Selling Sunset is a reality tv show about realtors just selling rich houses and then also just the drama within their firm i watch it for the houses i guess the drama is like an added benefit but truly i do watch it to see the houses It initially started with selling sunset la and that was really cool the houses are a lot better but then selling sunset tampa just recently came out a couple months ago and i was like wait I have to watch it twofold. One, it's in Tampa. That's really close to me. Maybe I know some of the houses. The houses are not as interesting because it's not like LA. So it's really just like backyard views. Like it's not like a mountainous view. Like it's just like Bayshore vibes. And second, because it's an all minority cast, whereas like Selling Sunset in LA was literally all white women. But here we have all POC. It's all black or Hispanic women, which I'm highly supportive of. So I watched it. It is just as catty. It is just as annoying as Selling Sunset LA. But here we are. Fucking Alexis. Everybody makes fun of her because she's stupid and she only works for Allure Realty because she's an NBA wife. Or she's an NFL wife, my bad. One of the she's a sports wife. And she has no real skill or talent. And everybody's like, yeah, she's just stupid and she she's just bored and she's a housewife. To this, she retorts, Everybody shits on me for being an NBA wife or NFL, I really don't know, a sports wife. And I'm so much better than that. Like I'm gonna prove all these bitches wrong, like blah 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 blah. And I was with her. I was with it. And I was Team Alexis because you know what? I'm I'm all about a good come up story, a comeback story, a fucking gotcha bitch story. I'm with it. She failed. Okay. (laughs) She miserably failed. Tennille had a house that was listed for so much. The commission was 200K. So I don't even know how much the house was worth, but the commission alone was 200K. And she was willing to split that commission 50-50 with Alexis. That's crazy because most of these bitches are fucking talons out, Claws out. No, I'm 80 You're 20%. You fucking bring nothing into a lower realty, bitch. Prove your worth. But Tenille was nice enough, and this is where I'll give her credit, to go 50-50 with Alexis. They go 50-50. Tenille said, okay, you can do an open house with me with this prospective client who really is probably going to buy the house, and that's going to be fun because then we get to split commission. Bada bing, bada boom, boom. We're done. We're out of the way, bitch the open house comes around. The client flies in from, I don't know where the fuck he's from, flies in from Washington DC. I don't know. He's a politician. Comes in and they're touring the house and Tennille is giving him the specs of the house, you know, um, the ceilings and, you know, the, the, the fucking, I don't know, outdoors, the the specifications. And after everything Tennille would say, let's, I'm Tennille. Okay. Okay, so here we have some crown molding at the top, and it's, you know, recently redone about six months ago. And Alexis will literally jump in. She'll be like, Yeah, the crown molding, it was recently done. That's true. Yeah. Everything Tanil would say, Alexis would not add any valuable information. She would just restate what was already said in a different way, kind of like how I do on these podcasts. But it was so embarrassing and frustrating. And I don't do well with secondhand embarrassment. I actually physically was pained to watch. I had to fast forward through the part because I couldn't bear to watch it. I don't even know what was said because I literally fast forwarded. Like I I couldn't watch. After the open house was done, Tennille was disgusted and mortified at Alexis' behavior. And she pulled her aside and she was like, you need to learn the specs of the house. You almost embarrassed me in front of a in front of a client do not do that again. I will not go 50-50 on the house with you. I'm with Tennille on that. And then Alexis, Tennille was out of town in Miami doing a different showing. Alexis called the client and said she wanted to give him a private tour again because Tennille had missed some details. She didn't miss any details. Alexis was just trying to get her foot through the door because she was doing some snake shit because if he decided he wanted to buy the house, she would get more of the cut since he technically signed with her and Tennille wasn't there. Fucking snake ass move. It didn't work out for her though. She calls the client over to the house. The client comes to the house and Alexis flops. Okay. He was like, Oh, how many bedrooms are here? And he, she goes, um, there's eight bedrooms and, and 10 bathrooms. Oh, wait, 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 <laughs> there's 10 bathrooms and eight bedrooms. Wait, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Those were three words that came out of her mouth. She gave him that it was so bad. I had to fast forward through that too. I really don't know what was said. She did so bad that the client called Allure Realty to complain about how she doesn't know anything and how they should know that and probably fire her because she was that bad. The client called the real estate company to fucking complain about how shitty she was. She's dumb. You're dumb and you're done. She got fired. Thank fuck. Here's my beef with Tanil. Short and quick. Here's the short and nasty about Tanil. She is the oldest out of the Allure Realty team, but she acts the youngest because she's always catty. She's always all up in people's business. And that truly tells you that age and maturity are not one and the same. They are not hand in hand. It's it's just about how you mature and it doesn't matter with age because Tenille is out here fucking whoring herself out in the worst way possible I say whore as a term of endearment but when I say whore to her it's disgust she is all up in everyone's business she's always just like two-faced and Tenille Tenny1010 you're almost 50 get your shit and get the fuck out bitch no one likes an old realtor I'm sorry. If you want to be in the real estate business, you got to be young, hot, and you got to be a little bit manipulative, and you got to know your shit. You got to entertain. You're not entertaining me, Tennille. Sorry. That was a long rant about selling Sunset Tampa, but it needed to be done. If you haven't seen the show, you should watch it. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Okay. I hate him why? I don't know. He just, he just gives off bad vibes. He just gives off like really elitist vibes. Like he's the best short person. I don't know if I'm going to get canceled for that. I'm not saying something else that starts with an M because I know that's wrong. And I'm also not saying something that starts with a D because I know that's wrong. So I'm going to stick with short person because that seems the most accurate to his height. He's actually not that short. I looked it up. He's four foot five for some reason I was expecting him to be like two foot or three <laughs> or three foot but he's four foot five that's that's not bad I have friends that are four nine so he's really not that short anyway he just seems a little bit elitist because I feel like he thinks he's like the best short person and that every other short person is like grubby and gross and that you know he just gives off an elitist vibe I don't have to defend myself this is my fucking podcast this is my hate that's the beauty of hate I just I can I can just hate Justin Bieber. I don't really care to defend this one. I'm just going to move on because he just gives me bad vibes. I don't know how I feel about Haley Bieber. I used to hate her, and I think now that she's a victim more than anything, so I'm just going to hate Justin, and I'm, I'm going to move on. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. This is a new newfound hate. I watched this one video on TikTok, and it made me fucking despise her she was just saying some really cringe shit. And then it got me thinking, I was like, I don't even know Anne Hathaway. Why did I stan her so much growing up? And I think it was because the roles that she was given in Hollywood, like she was given the most iconic role of all time as Princess Diaries. And I remember just loving her and loving her and loving her. And then what was that other movie that came out it was like love and other drugs and that was the first time that she like popped a titty i'm all about titties you know that and she popped a titty and she had a sex scene Ooh, and they were like everyone the critiques were shitting on her and slandering her because it was just so provocative quote and just out of her normal acting roles like she would just always be like very good very proper from princess diaries and then she's popping a titty and having sex the next scene the next role. I'm here for it. She has great breasts. I think she's an amazing person. Well, I did think she was an amazing person. And then she was in maybe a couple other movies. I'm not really sure. But then her next big one that I know of was Les Miserables, which she killed it. I've never seen it. I've never even heard a song, but I've heard that she killed it. So I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and say she killed it. But then I realized, what do I really know about Anne Hathaway? what does she know about herself? She grew up in Hollywood in those like early 20 formative years. I feel like she's just very fake. I feel like she's she's very like, I'm Anne Hathaway and I'm, I'm very dignified and I'm giving her this accent and I know that she doesn't have it. I feel like she's fake woke. I feel like she's living in a bubble. I feel like she doesn't actually know what's going on. She's just Anne Hathaway and I hate that culture yourself, and Go to Miss D's kitchen in Tallahassee, Florida, and have a home-cooked meal from fucking Miss D herself. It's soul food, bitch. Eat some collard greens. I don't think she's had any, and it's freaking me out. Moving right along, I also hate another relationship I don't like is Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. I hate both of those people individually. So, it was, only, it was a horror when I saw them come together. It's not the vibe. I, I feel like I'm actually very nasally and I sound sick, like, even though I'm really not. But anyway, I don't like that. I don't love that relationship. In fact, I hate it. I hate Priyanka Chopra. This is not women on women crime. This is not Indian-on-Indian Indian hate, okay? I just think that she lost touch with reality once she jumped from the Bollywood sphere to the Hollywood sphere, okay? She was an icon. She was the moment. She was cultural reset. She was everything. She was the it girl in Bollywood culture. She was an idol. She sang some great songs that she didn't sing. She just lip sang. She was everything. But then when she moved to Hollywood, she, be- she became someone I did not like. I think she was just so eager to jump into that sphere and with her show Quantico. And I I don't like who she is now. I think she got in over her head. She landed this pop star, Nick Jonas, and then she got married. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it one fucking bit. And I really don't like her Vogue questions. It was cringe, cringe. Go watch it on YouTube. You will have zero respect for her disgusting i'm disgusted go back to your bollywood era because nobody wants you in the hollywood era all the white people want you but we don't claim you anymore priyanka go to your roots now i've spread a lot of hate and i want to wrap this podcast up with a little bit of love here are my list, my very short list of reformed people who I once hated deeply, but I am reformed and I no longer hate them anymore. I think it's important to reflect and, you know, you have misjudged, you've learned new information and now you don't hate them anymore. This is my, this is my unhate list. People I, oh God, people I don't hate. Taylor Swift. I used to hate her and now I I don't hate her anymore. And I think it's years and years of internalized misogyny. It's because I hated her because she dated so many men. Why does it matter how many men you date? And to go through all that publicly when everybody clowned her, here's the thing. Everybody hated her. I wasn't just like hating on her to hate. It was a bandwagon thing. I didn't even know why I hated her. I was like, oh, Taylor Swift, like hate her because I thought it was the cool thing to do. I thought it was like, it was it was cool because I, I was hating on a woman who was just trying to find herself and that was so misogynistic of me and that's, I've repulsed myself. Like I'm disgusted. Go Taylor, you do you. I'm happy for her success. I don't really like her music, but as a person, you do you. And I feel that same way about Selena Gomez, who is next on my list. I don't know why I hated her. I think it's because she can't sing, and I still stand by that statement, but you can be a bad singer. I still think she's a shit singer, but I don't think she's a bad person. I think it was a lot of internalized Jay Biebs. It was a lot of internalized Jelena, and I'm, I'm just here to let it go, and I'm here for her to do her thing, whatever that may be. Um... Here's, here's one. Here's one that I should have added on my list of hate. Ariana Grande. I haven't figured out why I hate her and I don't need to. I just do. Hate her music. She has some bops, but I just hate her music in the most, for the most part. And I also just hate her. Anyway, moving right along. People I don't hate anymore. Dakota Johnson. This one's a weird one because I hated her because of 50 Shades of Grey because I thought she was just so annoying and I didn't, I didn't get her. But now I get her. She's she's just a mystery. She's so mysterious. There's just this aura about her that I'm so intrigued about. I really misjudged her. I think she's a really cool gal. I think I want to, like, have coffee fit with her. And I really want to, like, ask her about everything. I think she's so interesting. I don't even know who she is. And I just blindly hated on her. And I, do, I just really don't know why. Why do we hate anyone? Just because... I'm saving this for last because I'm a little embarrassed, okay? Because I was hating on this person for so long and now I'm reformed and I'm saying this in a quiet tone because I am a little bit ashamed. Timothy Chalamet. I don't really want to expand on this any further because I'm not ready to talk about it because I was so publicly slandering him on many podcasts before. Um when I'm ready to share that with you guys, I will. I just went through a life revelation and I was like, wait, I don't hate him. I don't. The words are not coming out. I'm speechless. I don't hate him and we'll talk about it when I'm ready. Don't rush me. I have been talking so long. Y'all know how easy it is to lose your voice. I did a little bit of research. I said, why do I lose my voice so fast? Like, i'm talking as much as a normal person talks like i've used up my words for today doing this podcast and i feel my throat getting a little bit sore i don't know what's going on looked it up and it said that a reason of that could be because if you whisper to yourself a lot your voice becomes hoarse and you lose your voice and your vocal cords are just you know not it and then i realized duh that's why I whisper to myself all the time, like a fucking psychotic person. Like I'm constantly talking to myself. Like I'm constantly talking to myself. Like I could record a hundred podcast episode every day because I'm always talking about shit to me. And that's probably why I'm losing my voice so frequently because I'm always talking, not to other people, just to me. So I would like to add a little bonus portion of this podcast to where I don't have to talk to myself and I don't have to talk to you and I don't have to talk in general. Let's phone a friend, aka the bitch that's the hoe that's dead to me, and let's find out who my sister hates. Hello? (laughs) What's up? Um, who do you hate at any given moment in time? Just one person you really, really don't like. Selena Gomez. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I feel bad saying that, but I just don't think she can sing. I don't honestly even think she can act. And I don't really like how monotone her voice is we're the same person this is so funny because i just recorded an episode about people i hate and then i stopped and then i was like okay this segment is gonna be reformed and people i don't hate anymore and selena gomez was on that list and i was like she can't she can't sing i don't like her but but i just i don't think i should hate her because i don't think she's a bad person it's the internalized misogyny like taylor swift yeah exactly and i know she's done a lot of good for the world especially like with her new makeup brand that like donates to mental health so i feel so bad saying it but like if you want my honest opinion i don't like vibe with her we're just in sync so far away wow well i'm reformed hopefully you get to that stage in life too but i, I would love to add her to my reformed list of people i no longer hate i'm not there yet and that's okay. It's okay. I'm like that with Ariana Grande. Maybe I'll get there. Maybe I won't. It doesn't matter because I still hate her no matter what. And these people don't know that we hate them. It's not like we're cyberbullying them. I mean, even if we were, like, I've done that before too. Claire Crawley. Um, okay. Anyway, I'm wrapping up the podcast. So do you want to say bye with me? I hope you guys yeah. have a great week. Um, comment on my Instagram. I have an Instagram now at the Head Empty Podcast um comment and leave below who you hate and who you don't hate anymore um but i'll talk to you guys later bye bye